Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. Episode number five. Mumbo number five. Okay, let's jump into this one. This is one that you guys have been waiting for. Just kidding, that we've been saying we're going to record since the third episode. Yeah, you guys aren't waiting for it, just me. Just Shane, he's been wanting to share his wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Your experience with manifesting, which is what this episode's about. Actually, Holly's a good manifester too. I think I just have really strong willpower. Yeah, this is... <laughs> every time. Lati dati da. This is the story I love to tell about Holly and, and the I power of her mind. Know. I already know. What it's gonna <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be wide awake, it's, perfectly it's fine. It'll be, it'll be 11 o'clock at night, wide awake, perfectly fine, like playing around, no, full-blown, 100% energy. Oh, what time it's is it? Picks up her phone, 11.03 p.m. Instantly, her body like sinks in a little bit. Her eyes all of a sudden create bags, and she's like, oh, I'm so tired, I can't do anything. Walks upstairs, five minutes, asleep. No, all right, let me tell you from my point of view. No, that's exactly what happens. I'm tired, but I feel like I can't express my tiredness, because I think it's like 8 o'clock. Then once I find out, it's 10, I'm like, Your whole chemistry changes as soon as you hear the time. Just don't look at the time, you stay up for days. Oh, it's true, I probably would. I just love my sleep. Like, if I know, especially now with Opal, like, I know I'm going to be up super early, so. I'm like, oh my god, it's 9 o'clock, gotta get into bed right now. <laughs> and I honestly do. The second my head hits the pillow, I've never had a problem falling asleep, I'm out. Holly sleeps like a baby. <laughs> I do. Because she feels guilty for nothing. <laughs> You're right, no regrets. Mm. None. She should have some, though. Oh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I think living with regrets is stupid. I agree with you. Because there's nothing you can change. Like, something happens, you just learn from it and move on. All right, let's get into it. What is the last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, Every, like, there are the, four steps to manifesting. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Wow, yeah, and you said now. one of the ones you're going to share this week. What is, what everyone, what's everyone always say? No, there's not four steps. I was saying there's a, there is a fourth step. All right, so what are the three steps? I already fucking forgot. It's see it, believe it, achieve it. Right. Yeah. And that's what everyone always says, and it's so annoying, because what they don't tell people is the emotional connection that you have. Your your emotions that you have are what actually attract things to you. It's not seeing anything, and it's not believing it. Like, your emotion is your biggest attraction. That's why people who are super sad and negative... Always have bad and sad shit happen to them. Even when they say positive <laughs> things. Even when they're walking around and they're just like, I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to have a good day. And bad days happen. Because internally, they still feel sad. So you think just saying it isn't enough? Of course it's not enough. You need to, but the other part of it is feel it. That's what I mean emotionally, though. No, oh, no, say, it's believe it. It's belief, right? But that's like, but that's such a, like, a very broad and bland term. I feel like the see it has to do with the emotional connection. No, because see when it, you see it's supposed to be like when you imagine it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So but that you have put, that emotional connection. Well, like I could see a million dollars in my hands and not feel anything. 
well, then I feel like you couldn't, like, you're not putting yourself in that moment then if you don't have the emotion connected but I think, to but it. But that's what I think everyone does. You think they don't, ha- like, feel the actual moment? I believe, yes. Yeah, that's what I think. They're just like, oh, yeah, that could possibly Like, they think, they think, like, because there's so many people that talk about this, they think, put a picture on a vision board, see the picture every day, oh, 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 tell oh. yourself... Whatever the picture is, like that that's car mine. is mine. Right, that yeah, car, car is, is like typically what people do. Yeah. Car, stacks of money, whatever, a body that they want to look like, whatever. They look at it and they're like, "Okay, that's me. That's what I get. That's mine." And then like they just repeat the same shit all day long. Okay, let me just say one thing. I, for me, believing or wait, what was the first thing? See it, believe it, achieve it. Correct. See it. Okay, yeah. so Imagine for me, it. seeing it is like yeah, actually imagining it, but me putting myself like in. Like, uh, in that, like me looking at myself, instead of looking at a picture of a body that I want to look at, like me looking at myself in the mirror and I'm imagining myself with that body. That's different. How is that different? Well, A, you're a much happier person than most people. (laughs) No, but I'm saying like, I feel like that's actually what see it should mean. Oh. See it should be like the emotional connection where you... Like, say, like, the cafe, because I used to do this with the cafe, like, when right. I was, like, writing that business plan. I literally used to be, like, piecing together what it was going to look like. And, this... I, and I could close my eyes, and I could, like, basically, like, trans... I would, like, transport myself into the cafe. I could, like, smell it, see it, hear, like, the music playing, and, like, it was real to me. Like, it was 100% that's called, real. That's called visualization. That is a skill. It usually comes from meditation, or, like, the ability to meditate. However, that's most people don't do that and they can't do that. What is the But like, that would be yes, that's exactly how you would manifest something. So that's like the key to manifesting. Visualization. But emotion. Emotional real visualization to your visualization. Right, real visual real visualization would provoke emotion. But people don't actually see themselves in it. They, they just, just see, see like it. They're like, oh, that body, but they still see the person's face connected to it. So, like, even though they're saying, I want to look like that, they're like, fucking Joe Blow looks yeah, like I think, that. <laughs> I, think, I think imagine it, believe it, and then it comes true is real. They just don't tell people. They think it's like, they make it so surface level. Yeah. Like, you need Do to you, you need think to actually that also it. people may be trying to manifest things that are not meant for them? Like, no, they're like, I... Think I that's bullshit. You don't think, like, because, like... Someone thinks, like, I need to look this certain way because society tells me I need to look this way. Therefore, I'm going to put this body up on my board because this is how I should look. But they don't want to look that way? Yeah. No, I don't. I think everyone who has a goal thinks they want that goal. So why do people not achieve it? Because they don't believe it. They don't truly believe it is what you're saying? Yeah, they they don't actually think that they're capable of doing it. But I think that just becomes, that is from, like, a weak mind. Yeah. More or less. Like, I, personally, am the opposite of you. I'm super negative and, like, very down. But, like, good shit happens to me all the time. But that's because I, like, constantly tell myself that it's real. To the point where I basically trick my mind into believing it's real. And then I can provoke emotion. Prison prison was, like, a perfect example for me. How? Like, I... Internally and externally, constantly, I said that I was going to get out of prison. Like, I was going to overturn my case, my case was going to be thrown out, and I was going to get out at a very specific time, at a very specific age. The root of this was from faith, but, like, I literally said it so much that I fucking believed it. I believed it so much when I told other people, they believed it. (laughs) And then it happened. 
But you know how you were just saying that you're a negative person? Like, yes. you're basically, like, your roots are negative. Do you, But you're saying, like, when something like that, for example, like, you believe you're going to get out, that doesn't have, like, negative energy around it because you believe it to your core that something but I positive. But first. So when you first thought you were going to get out, like, via faith, like, faith telling you, like, you're going to get out at this point in time. Yeah. You, were, you didn't believe it, but you just said it? I, right. I didn't believe it, but I said it to myself. And I said it externally so many times that I literally tricked my mind into believing it. Which then tricked my emotions into believing it. And so is that possible for people to do then? Of Just course. say it so much that you believe it. Say it to yourself and say it to other people. So much that you believe it yes. and then like your actual subconscious believes it as well. Yes. But that's, I think that's from, that's from creating a strong mind though. From like that, like weak-minded people can't do that. And how do you, and like you create a strong mind through like doing lots of like discipline acts. So, yeah. Like, bad thought comes up, extinguish it as fast as possible. Yeah. Like, literally oppose it completely, like take it face on and don't let it grow. Yeah. And you do that so much. I also feel like the other thing, what often keeps people in like a negative mind state or like a quote unquote weak mind state is that they have other people who are, what's that word? Who are feeding into their well, that's just, negative thoughts. Well, that's weak too. Like you shouldn't be around those. Like people. them, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I think, like, like you're saying, like, a negative thought comes up, squash it. I feel like, like, why do people even talk about things when they're like, oh my gosh, I was driving and like a car cut out in front of me and I almost died. It's like, what was the point of that story? Literally nothing. Yeah, don't tell me irrelevant shit. <laughs> like, like, do you want do you want a car to pull out to you and then you die? Like, because that's what you're that's what you're telling the world. Like, you don't know it, but that's what you're trying to. That's what you're literally manifesting into your life. Because all of your and that's a great example. Like, think of of the adrenaline rush. <laughs> I almost knocked over the mic, guys. I'm getting too. Because excited. I'm Sicilian and I talk with my hands. No, I'm just kidding. That's like an identity thing. That's not real. That's I talk true. with my hands when I get excited. Because <laughs> I'm violent by nature. All right. So anyway. What? But think, like, your adrenaline's rushed. You're in, like, a heightened state of awareness. Like, you're in fear of your life. So when you retell this story, you actually feel those things all over again. And your feelings are, t- are really what attracts, like, the energy to you. Ooh, you want to know something crazy I heard the other day that's so true? Go. That fear and excitement are the same thing. What it's the hell? Just the- I say that all the time. You do? I've literally been saying that for three years. <laughs> it was you saying it then. No, you probably heard it from somebody else. I literally tell, I tell everybody that same thing all the time. It's the, ex- I, it's the exact same emotion, just yes. your, it's a different perception of what's exactly. happening. Like, maybe, maybe, has, maybe you were talking about no, it. No, this actually happens to me all the time. I am so fucking good at what I do. That, like, I say all these things, and then some, like, big hungo munjo loser guy who's, like, 10 million followers says it, and everyone's like, this is real. I'm like, I've been saying this shit for five years. <laughs> five fucking years. That just means you're very in tune with what um, other, like, motivated, motivator people. and I have nothing to do with them. I understand. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, exactly where they're coming from is where you're coming from, too. I know. If you think about it, they all kind of say the same thing. They just have their own no, spin I actually, on it. I so. categorize myself in that same category. Like I'm, I do like motivational content, uh, and especially talks. Like when I have like my team and stuff like that. 
Yeah, we all say the same shit. Like, no one's saying anything new. We all say the same shit. It's just a different spin it's on like it. It's like how, yeah, and also how well you can tell your story of it. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's how version. you win. And that's why I don't have 10 million followers, because people don't like me. <laughs> oh, I'm too. I'm too hard. <laughs> I'm too raw. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'm not meant for everyone. Weak bitches, get off my podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't take you. Anyway, but no, that's that's like uh, that's a great. <laughs> no, the car. It's a great analogy for how oh, this yeah. works. <coughs> the excitement and fear, though, I've been saying this shit forever. Yeah, but it's crazy because it is true. If you like, think about the biologically, it's the same thing. Fearful. Is the same thing, like, your body reacts the same way as being excited. Let's actually talk about this. How do you conquer fear? This is great, because I fucking hate when people say, like, I'm afraid of something, and they refuse to do it. I constantly do things that make me uncomfortable. Right. Like, I do things all the time that make me uncomfortable, and typically, if I don't want to do something, I'll, like, really look in my heart and be like, why don't you want to do this? And typically, it's because it's something Give me that's an example. Going to- I don't know, like, going out and, like, like if I was going to do a talk or something. Oh, yeah. Like, you public know? speaking. Like, yeah, like, yeah, public speaking. Because I don't like public speak. Like, I'm not a good... I don't think that I'm a very good speaker. I don't, like, articulate my thoughts very well. And so I feel like, like, being invited to talk somewhere, I'd probably just say no. Hmm. But then I know, like, deep down inside, I'd probably say... I'd say no to myself and be like, fuck, this sucks. I don't want to do it. But I'd say yes. And do it and force myself to do it. How do because you it's doing lip good. Like I'm nervous up until like I'm actually doing it and then I'm like, okay, this feels so good. Because you do now it that once, you know, twice. Is excitement. You flip it, you turn it into excitement. You're really just excited. Yeah. I mean that's it's, that it, nervousness is excitement with doubt. Ooh. Like you just don't believe in yourself. Yeah. Mm, that's why you're nervous. But you really want to do it, you're excited. Yeah. You're that's the thing though. Like, because you know when certain things happen, anything that just makes you uncomfortable, like literally anything, going to a new school, going to a new job, like, I don't fucking know, whatever. Even if you're someone who's like introverted, if you're someone who's very introverted (laughs) (laughs) and like you don't like to go out into like public engagements or like into public places where there's going to be a lot of people, Mm. just forcing yourself to do that so many times where you eventually become an introverted extrovert which is possible or wait is that the right thing introverted extrovert yeah an extroverted introvert no yes you're an extroverted introvert okay yes like I'm a vegan gangster I'm a gangster who's vegan (laughs) no it's real that was a real conversation I had with somebody I was like should I put it on the top or below remember yeah and I told you no do it on the top right because it's vegan gangster I don't know I don't know structure of literature but Anyways, Adjective yeah. to now, just right? do it. Just oh. do those things that make you uncomfortable, that make you feel nervous, that make you feel scared, that whatever. Just do it. Unless, because you, unless you want to live like a slave. If you want to be bound to fear your whole entire life, don't fucking do it. It's like when people are like scared of like flying or something. Like heights. Heights okay, is a great heights, one. Yeah. Go up there. Get on the roof right now. Because Stare you're not at, like, what are you actually scared? Yeah. When, like, when you did you have ever fall? Yourself when did the plane crash? You have convinced yourself. Yeah, it's like you think like a plane crashing is like literally point zero 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 one percent. Literally happens one in like a billion flights. <laughs> and it's like you think your flight is gonna yeah. be the one. What's the odds of winning the lottery? Like one in like five hundred million. <laughs> More hmm. like, win the lottery. Yeah, exactly. You think you're so special. <laughs> exactly. But I think that yeah, it comes. It kind of comes from nowhere, or maybe it does. Maybe it comes from something that one time we were told like it's. Like, 
step back, like, for example, heights, maybe, like, when we were little, our parents told us, like, step back from the edge, you don't want to, like, fall over uh, the edge, yeah. and, like, fall down point. and crack your head, and Fear. then you'll be dead, and it's, like, that's also just and maybe, like, a little kid at, like, two years old, or whatever, like, comprehended, oh, shoot, me being high means me falling means me killing myself. Yeah. So they or, created that fear. like, you know how Opal always falls off shit that's, like, two feet high? Yeah. Like, let's say Opal falls, and we're like, and we freak out. Like, we're, like, super heightened, and we're like, oh, my God, you can get so hurt. Like, what if you broke blah, 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 blah? And then now every time that she's on the chair and looks over, she gets scared. Yeah. That's really, that's probably what happens. Well, that's what I'm saying. It could definitely stem from parenting. Like, if someone has, like, an ultimate fear, or, I don't know, though, because some people are just scared of things for no reason. Like what? Like some when people do, who have never do, flied before are scared of flying. But they could have heard a story. Or like they, they watched really the fucking story. news too much. Stop yeah, watching the, the news, news. The movies. Movies are terrible too. Movies are almost all fear based. No, they're all romance based. No, that's my books. No. Those <laughs> movies. Every movie, no matter what it is, has a romance to it. That's no, that is true, but there's always tragedy because people like drama. Yeah. Something something ha- always has to happen. That's bad. That's true. There is always drama, because drama keeps it Kind of makes you feel like life's not supposed to be great. Why? Because you watch movies all the time, and even great love movies, and bad things happen. You're like, hmm, life's not supposed to be wonderful. Well, life's not a movie. And life is not always wonderful. Life's never wonderful. Life can be wonderful. Wonderful moments, yes. But I just meant, like, why not just make everything wonderful? True. And that stems from your mindset. Because Getting back to you it. You create what you see. Let's talk about some things that we've manifested that have come to light. And okay. how you went about it. Well, I just talked about prison. Alright, talk about one that recently... Oh, you can't talk about that one. I can't talk. I mean, I, I can't put out like... I asked them. They said I could talk about it, but I should wait to talk about it until once we get our plane tickets. Okay, okay. We All right, so I'll it. talk. I'll, I won't go into specifics because I bet a lot of people listening to this don't actually follow me personally on social media. So they do. Okay, so I can't talk about it. You cannot. Fuck. <laughs> Come on, that's such a good one. We right, should, you can't talk we should about wait it, to air this. <laughs> no, actually, something that's actually something I want to talk about was you can accidentally manifest things, um, because it's based off your emotion. And that's how and that's how people manifest bad things all the time. They're not purposefully doing it. They're just always thinking and feeling that way, so it continues to flow into their life. Yeah. But you can accidentally manifest good things too. And that's what happened to me. And we'll talk about that in episode twenty three. <laughs> and anyway, if you watch the first episode. It's a very long story short. I used an image of something else for a different scenario that I wanted to happen. And I attracted the image that I used. And that's just fucking mind-blowing. When you guys, when you guys hear it, you're going to be blown away. <laughs> when I can finally tell it. When I can finally tell That's how big it is. I can't even fucking talk about it. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, that's actually a cool moment. That was like when I flew to Atlanta to build the kitchen. I'm like, I'm fucking baller. I'm being flown across <laughs> the... Someone's paying me to fly across the country to do work. Like, that's pretty work. fucking cool to me. Like, oh, man, I can't wait till I, like, speaking of public speaking, that's going to happen to me when I, when I go out to corporations. It's gonna feel. I'm gonna. And I hope like, that feeling never goes hear away. Ye, I hear hope no one's fucking saying that. <laughs> and then you wear like one of those little like curly slides. Am I Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> Jewish or a judge from the 1800s? One or the other. A judge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was saying. 
hope that feeling never goes away. Like, I oh, hope the feeling of, like, excitement, excitement never goes away. I like, I hope, like, I don't know, like, when we go to events and, like, our stuff's everywhere or, like, when I see people eating our bars or see people using our next business plan, like, I hope that never goes away. I when I see someone who gets my name away. tattooed I to them, I hope that never goes away. Goodbye. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. No one's doing that. You never know. I could be someone. I could <laughs> be something me. famous. No, I just need. I could be the next like Buddha. You're not going to be the next Buddha, so just I know, stop I'm not, it. But I'm saying I could. <laughs> I don't fucking even believe in Buddha. But however, you don't know that people people worship weird things. People do. You'll have like a cult. Nah, I don't want to be an idol. I'm a nobody. Cult of followers. I'm nobody who became a somebody. So, just remember so that. So anybody can be a somebody. Because I manifested it all. Somebody. All right, back to back to examples of things that we manifested. Sorry, this podcast is not what I thought it was going to be. It's all over the place, but that's okay. Holly's <laughs> really good at manifesting things. I am. Well, let's just go back to where you were saying, like you're. You can accidentally. Yeah. My whole life, I have, like, always been, like, I'm not, I've never been really, like, scared of any, like, things happening because I tell myself, like, nah, nothing, like, bad is going to happen. Like, only good things are going to happen. And I don't know, like, I guess I, when I was younger, I didn't realize that that was manifesting until literally I got, like, I feel like into college and I realized, like, oh, shit, I've been doing that my whole life. But it could be, like, you're with a bunch of people walking down a street because we lived in, like, Sketchville. And people would be like, oh shit, this is sketchy, like I'm scared, like someone could come and like get us, like blah, blah, and I'm like, no, it's just like not going to happen. Like there's no chance that's happening. <laughs> like zero chance. I'm not scared at all. My heart rate's not up, like nothing. Like I'm just like, that's just not happening. Like it's not happening to me. And never did. And I feel like, yeah, like people accidentally can be like so worried or so scared and they're attracting that to them. But yeah, I like... Call it, like, going out to San Diego is a good example. I was, like, winter, winter school in Hawaii. I was, like, Hawaii is sweet. I want to come out here. But then, okay, I had already applied to go to school in North Carolina. Let me back up. I was transferring schools. <laughs> I was transferring schools. Went out to Hawaii, like, for my winter term with the, with the school I was at, Hartford. And was, like, all right, I think I want to go to school in Hawaii. But this was, like, you know... I only had one more semester left at my school before I was going to have to transfer to a new school. So I came back. I was like, I think I want to go to Hawaii. Looked into their program, whatever. It wasn't like a very good business program, but my dad was like, look at San Diego. So there was only one school that still had admissions open for like the next semester. And it was USD. I only applied to USD. That's it. I was like, if I get into USD and when I get into USD, that's where I'm going. And, boom, got into USD, found <laughs> out, like, literally, like, two months before I was going, I'm like, all right, I'm going to USD, like, and, but I feel like I personally just thought, like, yep, I'm, like, meant to be there, that's, like, where I want to go to school, that's, like, what I'm meant to do, only applied to one school and, like, believed fully that I was getting into that school, and boom, I got think, into I it. I think the key word in all that was, was the when. Like, you actually believe that you are going to do it. Not, yeah. Not if. So many people use, like, these words, like, maybe if, like, it just makes me so mad. I hate when people say that Hopefully. shit. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. And and it's th- and some things, it's like they're in, in their control. Like, working out's a great one, because this happens to me all the time. Are you going to work out tomorrow? If I can. What the fuck do you mean if you can? Hopefully like, I can. <laughs> like, why couldn't you? If, like, what what is going to happen that you can't give an hour of your day? 30 minutes of your day. It's just weird. Or if I wake up in time, I'm like, set five fucking alarms. Like, <laughs> and it's wake just, up. Like, it just blows my mind that people 
things that are in your actual control, including manifestation, but even small things like waking up 30 minutes earlier, in your control, and people just choose to leave it up to fate, fate <laughs> or chance, which all that shit's bullshit, guys. Like, that's not real. Well, I feel like fate is real, but you definitely have your hand in, like, like if, you ch- if you're like, I hope I wake up at 6.30, but, like, you know for a that's fact. That's not fate. That's stupidity. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know for a fact you're not waking up unless there's an alarm involved. I, like, still, I still don't know about, I still, I don't know about fate. I'm like, I'm not You're 50-50 really on it? I'm not even 50-50. I'm just open-minded. About it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because the, the thought of not being able to choose my life makes no sense to me. Oh, no. I think you have something to do with your fate. <laughs> I think that, like, you're always, like, working, like, towards a certain goal. What do you mean, fate? Like, what do you, what do you mean, fate? Because I was saying that we don't, we get to choose our life, and you're saying, yeah, of course you could choose your life, but I think that's opposing fate. Why is that opposing fate? Fate is a predetermined path. Great question. All right, we're going to come back to this. Podcast <laughs> episode 19. <laughs> we'll loop Does back. fate exist? We'll loop back to fate. Holly and Shane's opinion on fate. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's perp. I feel like that kind of has something to do with like purpose. That's different than fate. How is that different? Because people are like, it's my purpose. I don't know my purpose in life. Like this is my purpose in the, life. Your purpose is what you choose. So you think purpose you choose, but you think fate you don't choose. I don't. Aren't they the fate. same thing? I don't fucking believe in fate. Aren't purpose and fate fate like the same thing? No, your purpose is like the re- what you're here to do. Yeah. It's what it's your contrib you know, your contribution to life. Yeah. But that doesn't have to be fate. You don't think fate has something to do with your contribution to life? No, I think fate's this mystical thing that people like to, people like to use that term for when they're not being fulfilled. Fate's a fucking excuse. That's all fate is. Well, so like the way I think about fate is more like your purpose. That's different. But if they're two different things, then I don't. I don't. Even I mean, know that's what for fate you to decide. I don't this even know what my, fate is. Like is I don't even fate. know what it is. Fate. To give me, me an example. Like I mean, give me a definition. Fate. Look up a definition. All right, but I'll fate, look it up right fate. Now. When I think of like this is your fate. Yeah. It's like you were set on Earth and you have a very specific mission to do, and no matter what you do, it's going to lead you to that. Like you are, you are destined to do X, Y, Z. Oh yeah, you're right. It is, is different. Beyond, it is beyond. Okay, I guess I just didn't really know. So it's the development of events beyond a person's control, regarded as determined by supernatural power. Right. And I believe we all have full control of our lives. Like, we were given that power when we were put on Earth. Okay, yeah. I agree with you, then. I don't I don't believe, really believe in fate. I believe in purpose. All right, so we're going to call this podcast Fuck Fate. Whoa. <laughs> it's not even about manifestation anymore because we're not talking about it. All right, so that's how, that's how Holly manifested her way into the West Coast. Anyways, I do just... Ma- I just manifest everything. Every small thing. I just don't believe I mean, that... we all do. I literally don't believe that, like... I mean, bad things do happen to me, but I don't believe, like, bad... Thi- like, I don't believe stupid bad things are going to happen to me. I just literally go through my life being, like... Do bad things like, happen to you? Do they? Dude, that's a question. I can't remember the last thing. Something, something actually bad happened to you. Like, what is the example of bad? Right. I guess, yeah. Anything negative. I don't know, like... But also... Someone else who has a stronger, this is going to sound kind of weird, but someone else who has a stronger emotional attachment to something happen could bring that upon you anyway. What do you mean? You believe everything's going to go good. Right? Yeah. But your, but let's say your parents yeah. think something's going to go bad. Whoever has a stronger emotional belief will cause what is going to happen. I don't think that's true. I do. Because I don't think that that's true. 
Because I think that you are, like literally what you were just saying, you are in control of your life. Yeah. So if you believe to your core, only good things are going to happen. If your parents believe that bad things are going to happen, they have nothing to do with your core. That's not true. Think about, think about when you got into USD. Somebody had to approve you. Your emotional, your emotional commitment to it convinced that person. On like a very like energetic type of level. Yeah. So that's me exactly. That's me choosing. I am going to go to USD right, but that, and that person saying yes. Right. So your subconscious, conscious, emotional. What is the frequency? Your frequency was like was transferred to that person, and they approved you. Like if you think about this in like a law of attraction type of manifestation. Yeah. Now the same is the reverse. You're. Your whoever is thinking negatively about you, if they're so emotionally connected to it, their frequency overrides yours. Like they truly believe. Like they believe I'm, I say, more than yours. Yeah, like that's more powerful than you. Yeah. Well, here's what it comes down to, guys. Just fucking be the most powerful. Right. Literally, I mean, shit that's... doesn't happen to me because I believe. <laughs> so I know. I know. Strongly. You you are it's very strong. No. Your your mind is, like, is very strong. Don't. I just like. I also, don't, you're like, so fucking stubborn. I am. It's like my way or no way at Someone all. Someone actually called me stubborn. It was your cousin called me stubborn. And I was like, I'm not stubborn. That was like my immediate reaction. You are. We are both stubborn. Right. But I like, I always viewed stubborn as like a bad thing. Like, and it's not, but that was just like my view of it when she said it at first. And then like, people say things to me and I like, I really just. It's like, no, it's just like. No, I meant like. the I was only say, way. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm very black and white. But even if I said that knee jerk reaction. Like I, th- when I, when I, when people say something and I question it, I think about it until I can come up with like an answer. Like I don't let shit go like that. Like if someone brought something to me and I was like, hmm, like if it caused, like if that was, if that was really what I felt like, hmm, which is like, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Even if I don't outwardly express yeah, it, yeah. I will think about it until I come to a conclusion. Cause I have OCD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway. Meanwhile, somebody yeah, said something to me. I never thought I was stubborn. I, was like, yeah, I, just thought, I never thought I was stubborn. I thought I just had like principles and guidelines. But I suppose that is a form that of stubbornness. That could be, exactly. That could be your she form of stubbornness. Me, I suppose, in a worldly sense, I am stubborn. You but are. I'm not. I cave all the time. You are stubborn, but there's things that you're. So, like, I feel like the way stubbornness works is like you have your core beliefs that you believe in and you're like, I'm not willing to like budge on these things. But there are other things that you're like, oh, I believe in this, but I don't like care to my, my core. I think my core beliefs can be changed through someone convincing me. But really, me convincing myself. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone states something and I believe it to be true or I believe it to be true somewhere else down the road or I just stumble across it myself, like that can change. No, I believe that too. Otherwise, we're not evolving. Like, what's the point? We still believe Some what we fucking never evolve. We still believe we believe when we're six years old. No, Sam Claus isn't real, guys. Sorry to it. Yeah, Opal. <laughs> Opal. <laughs> like that's stupid. Sam Claus isn't real. Yes, we should always be I'm like play this for Opal. <laughs> Christmas time. So Holly and I. The only thing Holly and I never, ever, 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 ever agreed on in all of our life is that I don't want Opal. To believe in Santa Claus. And I do. Right. Santa Claus is the fucking There's lie. A, okay, it's the but American this, lie, and it should be dead. <laughs> All right. I don't believe in lying to our is, child for no, six years of her no, life. No, the reason why six years, I'm trying to do like nine, I'm trying to do No, like 12, I don't even want to do six. I don't even want to do five. I don't want to even want to do one. Santa Claus isn't real. Okay, this is the difference, guys. Shay never grew up having a good example of Santa and like Christmas and stuff. Time out. And I, what? 
I don't want. It's not like because that's why you don't understand it. No, that's why you don't get it. Like there's the spirit of Santa is like so much fun. You literally don't understand. It could be the spirit of giving happiness. Okay, it could Joy. be, but it's Santa. It's a it's fun fat to white guy it's fun to give it. It's fun to like give. Who it eats milk and cookies? I'll say plant based milk and cookies. No, you're still lying to her. <sighs> That's not it's happening. On the podcast. It's happening, guys. Shane already lost the argument. She's believing in Santa. And if Shane wants to whisper it to her behind my back, she's a better. <laughs> be- she better believe in Salatello. Okay. <laughs> I'm like you can't tell mom. I'm so oh, Santa. <laughs> I'll know by her face. Nah, she's the worst liar. more like me than she's like you. She might not. I feel like she's. I, I mean, we're not doing any of that like weird elf on the shelf shit. Like, I just want Santa. That's it. Like, just Santa. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up, and I wanted to do a podcast on like our parenting like, <laughs> philosophies and beliefs. Good. Just because every podcast we have just opens up to the <laughs> avenues of other podcasts. <laughs> Siri, did I say anything? Absolutely They're not. always listening, guys. <laughs> They're always listening. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to manifestation. So, that's how both of our lives exist. That's how, like, I came from nothing to have... There's a great example for... You can... Like, for me personally, when I was a teenager, when I first fell in love with weightlifting, and I, like, became obsessed with bodybuilding, I had, like... I was like, I literally lived it. Like, absolutely lived it for, like, three years of my life. Maybe four. Maybe longer. But, like, my entire room was filled with basic, essentially naked men on my walls. And, you know, thongs. Just Sexy. jacked. My, the background of my phone when I first got, like, my first, like, T-Mobile shit phone was a bodybuilder. In a thong. In a thong. Flexing his butt cheeks. No, he was flexing his pecs. Anyway, <laughs> but like, I like literally lived it. I read about it. The whole, I didn't really read, but my magazines that I looked through and like would, <laughs> I read, didn't know how I would read. read small things. I never like read read until I went, you know, away. Um, but anyway, I like, I like, I like envisioned that. That's what I wanted. Like I was abnormally, for my age, I was really strong and really big. But then I went away and I kind of like lost that quote unquote vision, even though it's like still inside of me. And then this is a loop into 10 years later, I, I don't think I want, I'm not like consciously thinking about it. I'm just working out and like doing my thing. And then I was approached for modeling. And now I'm on covers of books. Not quite covers of magazines yet. However, <laughs> but like that just shows like I was so emotionally connected to it a decade ago that it the emerged. still, yeah. Which the is kind of cool. still there. For me at least. And I think I, I feel like that I hear these stories like, not frequently, but sometimes. People are like, I, I had this dream when I was 16 years old. And now it's And then, like, true. I lived life and I went through some stuff. And then, like... And the then, opportunity came. Right. And then, like, yeah. And then, they, and then they started doing, like, what they wanted to do in life. Not really thinking about their goals when they were 16 or 17 years old. And they started doing, like, what made them more fulfilled and more happy and, like, building things. And then next thing you know, like... They finally get, like, their quote-unquote, like, their dream car, their fantasy, whatever. Yeah. And it's what they wanted when they were teenagers. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And I think that just comes from, that comes from being happier. Yeah. Like, because it's still emo- inside it's of you. It's like what you were saying. Like, your emotions have to be connected to right. it. So, like, before they are miserable, drowned, and oppressed. And, like, even if they weren't consciously thinking about it as they emerged and became, like, happier and more excited about life, and believing that they can, like, create things, what they wanted to create 10 years ago is being created. Exactly. It's kind of cool. Like, for me, I remember when that happened, like, I think I told you, I was like, whoa, like, this is what I wanted a long time ago. And I don't even necessarily think I want it now. 
But it's happening. Regardless. But it's happening. Right? Yeah. Like, it's I'm like, fucking over I'm it. fulfilling your dreams that you wanted when yeah. you were 16. At one point, this made you really happy to think about. <laughs> so here you I'm go. I won't lie. When I get on the cover magazine, I'm going to be pretty pumped. <laughs> and you were pumped to get on your first book cover, too. That I was, was like a cool. But you know, I mean, I get excited Tummy. about it. It's gone. <laughs> I live terribly. <laughs> you do. I don't really get it at all. I don't know. I don't understand. I, ride, I just need to, like, constantly I, like, go, ride go, go, the go, wave go. of hype, and no. you're like. Wave crashes, I'm done. Yeah. The wave starts to foam at the top, it's over. <laughs> oh, it's at the tipping point. <laughs> I don't even let it crash. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I jump off. That's what I'm saying. You don't even ride it. Where's the bigger it. wave? You don't even ride it. Where's the bigger one? That's what you want. Always bigger. Yeah, it's never. I don't know. I'm like, I was actually just having this. I was, yeah, I was just talking to like Shelby and I was like, I was like, You're man. like, I'm never fulfilled. <laughs> yeah, more or less. I was, just ta- I was talking about like, like just constantly building. Like we we're talking about somebody who basically like had a company and now just like sits in a chair and he does nothing. And I'm like, that's when you go start something else. Like build something else. Like, it's just weird to me. It is very. It's weird when people just like go stagnant. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'd go crazy. I feel like the people who do that are ones who were like a one-hit wonder. Who like maybe got a good break and now they're like, okay, now I'm just sitting here. Because I feel like real innovators, in real oh, like yeah. people who, like real people who are passionate about, you know, whatever it is, um, are always going to want to be like chasing that down. Like think about, like for example, my dad's a perfect example. Someone who should have never retired because like he loves working so much. He's like... He, like, went crazy when he first retired because yeah. he was so bored because, yeah. like, his mind wasn't being... I get depressed. Yeah. Like, like it, even like, when we... This is why I can't do vacations longer than, like, three days because, like, I literally get... Like, if I don't work, I get depressed. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not contributing. That's what I mean. I feel like there's, like, there's certain types of people. People who, like, had a good break, but ultimately, like, deep down inside, they're just lazy people who had a good break. Those are the people who, you're right, are just going to sit on their ass and not do anything. Yeah, those are the people who are never but, fulfilled, though. Yeah. Which is sad. Because exactly. money doesn't make but you... The, money doesn't necessarily make you Well, no, you money fall. doesn't make... Money doesn't. Does it help with things? Yeah. Does it, Does it help fulfill you? you? Yeah, sure. exactly. Does, can it help create more things? Yeah, money Money can be a great tool. However, people who solely want money, you're fucking miserable. Well, you're never going to be happy because you're, ne- one, never going to have enough money. Right. And two, money is not well, going to... Money's not going to solve your actual problem. Right, it's a fleeting So feeling. it's like, yeah. It's like chasing the next... The next high. Isn't that the thing? Mm-hmm. Chasing the next high. Fix. I think it's chasing the next oh. fix. <laughs> but yeah, it's the same thing. Fix and high. I want people to understand that you create good things and you create the bad things. And if you're living in mostly a bad life or like your version of a bad life or you think like nothing's great, you are creating it. You need to own that shit and you need to fucking fix it and go to good. Yeah. That's 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 what I really want to portray to everyone. And I think I think that's like personally for me because I've always been around like really negative and oppressed people. However, even though I was always after big things, I always felt I lived like very negative and oppressed and that's why I always got things in a bad way. Yeah. And then like once you, know, you changed your life. Right. Changed my whole mindset, got out, started creating things in a good way and started attracting like amazing things. And then, however, I am still, I still, I think I'm very fragile. And if I don't constantly focus on creating good things, I will naturally go back to negative things. Yeah, because. And negative shit starts happening in my life. You feel like that's your like natural state of like comfort? I mean, I don't, I don't really know. However, I just know that people like me need to work a hundred times harder. 
on their mind. Yeah. I think that, like, also people, like you were saying, the emotional thing is, like, people aren't, like, like truly clear with themselves of what they want. Right. So, like, they'll be, like, you know... Uh, me and Shane always talk about this because I learned this in college, but this is, like, actually a perfect example. Like, you need to be so clear on your goals that it needs to literally have, like, a t- they're called SMART goals, but it needs to have, like, a date when it's going to happen, the steps of you, like, get, like, how are you going to make it happen? It what, how are you going to work? Measurement. Time. No, it's A. R. A. Achievable. It has right. to be achievable. You can't right. be, like, like, I feel like, Every, okay, for example. Everything's achievable, but you have to go in micro steps. You need to, yeah, like, for example, if you want to be a billionaire, sweet. But you're not. You don't even have. You, you don't make, even have five thousand dollars right. in your bank account. The first thing that you need to do is say, "I want to have five thousand dollars in my bank account," because that's right. actually achievable. And then you do increments from there, and you like use those goals as like, "Okay, I want five thousand dollars in my bank account. What like where am I working right now? Is this a going? Can I get a raise? Like, like just like trying to figure out ways. And you basically literally lay out steps of how you're going to get there. And then so yeah, it's it's. I don't know. After A, R. What? I thought, is R reasonable? Reason, mm, I don't remember. And T is time. So, yeah. I actually remember we had this on our, so Holly and I used to have shit, like when we lived in our tiny little 600 square foot (laughs) apartment, when I first, when we first moved to California, we actually had this on the right side. Relevant. Relevant. On the right side of the wall every day when we walk out of the house. We had shit everywhere. And that's why, that's why, like, we had so much transformation in, like, 2015. That's when everything started to switch. After, like, being, after, like, leaving our old home and atmosphere and creating, like, what we wanted, all, like, it took about a whole entire year, and then after that year, like, everything just started boom, boom, boom. I agree. And then as soon we, as like, we invited non-good people into our environment, pff, everything went fucking going down. Yeah, we literally, like, just created, like, this... Not fake world, but, like, literally this world that, like, we wanted to come true. And we, like, it was everywhere. Like, you couldn't ignore it. It was just everywhere. I know it kind of sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck, but outwardly, to me, it's fucking great. But outwardly, people are like, oh, it sucks because, like, it was very isolated. Like, the process of creating that, for me personally, the process of creating that, you need to, like, extinguish everything else. And that includes a lot of people. Like, and people don't understand that there's a lot, like, if you want shit, like, it takes a lot of sacrifice. Like, fuck your family, fuck your friends, like, your, however you grew up, the identity you have, like, it needs to be thrown away because it's not good. Yeah. I think And I think there, that, there might be a point where you can get to bringing them back in. Yeah. I think oftentimes people, like, aren't willing to, like, yeah, give up their family or give up their friends. But you have to look around and realize, like, damn, who, who is, who continuously makes me feel this certain way? Like if I'm in a great mood and I'm a, and then I go around like, and I go around this friend that like and I go try and tell her oh guess what just happened blah blah and then instantly because her energy is so low and negative, she just like clouds me with her negative energy and instantly like I plummeted into like negativity as well and no longer that thing is no longer great somehow now it's like the worst thing that could have happened to me yeah and it's like those type of people you need to be able to recognize. When they are sucking your energy, which means you need to be in tune with yourself, you need to realize when they're sucking your energy and you need to remove those people from your life. It's not forever. You can try to help them and tell them like, hey, I think that like you need to kind of figure out what's going on with yourself. You don't seem happy, blah, 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 whatever. But some people just need to come to that on their own. And it's not up to you to like save everyone. Like you need to decide that like, okay, I'm choosing to like, you know, make this change in my life and I can't have you around. Yeah, I was going to say, 
everyone's responsible for their own life. I was, I'm also going to say that most of the time, people are too personally attached to you for you to change them. Like, you, you, in, like, five to ten years, when you become something, like, the person that you want to be, you can help change other people, but they're not going to be the people who are close to you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's well, incredibly Well, that happens rare. all the time where, like... What's, what is Jesus... What is that saying from, like, the Bible? Like, you can't... You can be a prophet from everywhere except your own city or something like that. And that's why, like, when Jesus went back to Nazareth, they, like, no rejected one, him. Yeah, exactly. But it's very true, like... Because they were like, you're just... Yeah, because they already they're had an identity. Envious. They're like, you're nobody. You grew up the same way I grew up. Because then they're like... Why, why is it you and not me? Exactly. And that's how people feel. Exactly. And, like, you're and so, that's why people want to bring you down. Because right. they're like, get off your high horse. Like, you're just like me and I'm trash. AKA, because you're okay you're with trash. being trash. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no, that's not true at all. But I think, yeah, I think oftentimes people have more difficulty achieving or even manifesting, like back to the topic of this podcast, manifesting things because when they're like on the right track, Suddenly, a family member, a friend, someone at work has to, like, turn it negative. Yeah, or something and happens start- and it's your responsibility to exactly. help them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, like, you're saving up money. Say your goal, say, like, we were just saying, like, your goal is to have $5,000 in your bank account. Except you have a, you have a aunt who, who like, had always, like, sucks the family dry. And you're like, okay. And this aunt all of a sudden, like, calls you up. You're almost there. You're at 4000 and. I don't know, 900. You're like almost there. And then this aunt calls and like, you've been told your whole life, like you have to take care of family. And she's like, my car broke down. I need $4,000. And you have to go give her, like, because you you feel feel obligated. obligated. And you're like, oh, fuck, like I could reach my goal, but nope, like I got to take care of my family. So I I will honestly say, and this sounds kind of, this may or may not sound weird, but I'll honestly say like, when you feel convicted to do something, like, Changing your whole entire life, saving that five grand, the universe will test you in both ways. Like, you'll get hit with an opportunity to save money, and then you'll get hit with an opportunity to give away money. And, like, what you choose is ultimately, like, what's going to, like, dictate your whole life. Yeah. Like, if you give if you give your aunt the four grand, you're never going to make a million. Like, now you got to start from fucking zero all over again. Exactly. And then you're going to get hit with the same exact test right around over the same and over exact again. time. Exactly. Until you're like, you know what? I guess I'm Get never going to save. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was going the other way. Oh. <laughs> I'm never going to save it. Oh, yeah. Or like, yeah, you, you're fully convinced that you're like, I'm just not meant to have five grand. Yeah, exactly. Or you do it the other way and you're just like, you're not my responsibility. I have goals. And you, you finally tell. Exactly. And then like, like, there's something that happens when you create mental discipline. I don't know what it is, but like, that's why working out, so like, that's why working out when it is so great, typically because you start creating the mental discipline or... No, like, or dieting is really good too. Like when you choose, when you choose to eat something healthy versus unhealthy, like for some reason, that is a major aspect of what you attract in your life. Oh yeah. Well, it's actually creating like discipline and creating boundaries. Yeah. Creating boundaries in your life of like, these are like, this is black and white. There's no gray area. Like I, I say yes to these things and I say no to these things. It's not like it doesn't matter. Oh, my sister asked me, and this is on my no list, but I have to say yes because my sister is like, no, that's on right. my no list. I'm saying no to it. But like, but it's also like uh, a position of power. Like they say, like if you can't save ten percent of ten dollars, you can't save ten percent of a million dollars. People are like, I'll donate whatever. You know, people are like, yeah, I'll yeah, give yeah. away when yeah. I have more. I'll give away. Like you can't give it away now. You're never going to get more. Exactly. And, like, and I think that that's just like if you look at your life as a career. If you never show that you're capable of managing what you have now, you will never be given more. Exactly. Which is why I think 
that I feel like that does often have to happen to people. Oh, yeah. With money, spe- with most, money specifically, as I think like it could be anything. Health, like think about all the people who want to become healthier, and then like they're out with their friends, and they're like, "Oh, why don't you come have drinks?" And then you're like, "No, no, no." The fifth, sixth week, seventh week goes by, and your friends are like, "Man, you never hang out with me. You never go out and drink with me. I always got to drink by myself." And you feel <laughs> fucking peer pressured because you're a weak-minded son of a bitch, and you go have a drink, and then next thing you know. You're back to square one. You down with a spiral, and you're like, "Well, why not? I just have whatever I want." Because like you lose the accountability with yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. That definitely happens with like eating, also. Yeah, it's like exercise. Anything yeah, that exercise. anything that is good for you, like saving money, working out, and eating healthy, like because most people don't do it. Because it's easy not to do those things. So easy. Because it's easier to be unhealthy, to not work out. And working out's hard. <laughs> and to not Quote take unquote, money. not eating what you're addicted to is hard. And people make you feel like shit. And if you if you don't have like a sound belief of yourself and you're not confident, then you believe that they're right. And you just cave. AKA you weak. You weak bitch. <laughs> But I was going to say, back to, like, manifesting, like, with the SMART goals and everything, I do feel like <clears throat> your, what you want to achieve needs to be clear. You need to be able to have steps to work towards it. You need to be able to, like, look at those steps and be able to cross them out. Like you were saying, you need to see it. Theirs is, like, yeah, see it, believe it, and achieve, achieve it. Achieve it. Right. You need to be able to see it, but the other part to seeing it is creating that emotional connection to seeing whatever it is. Seeing true visual is it visualization not just a picture right of course uh manifestation board is great right. like that's wonderful yeah we have them but what's even when you what's should even see, more when powerful you should see that picture it should provoke an emotion exactly i was gonna say what's even more powerful is like you see that car you suddenly feel the wind in your hair. <laughs> like this you is how all visualize things. so like so here's something great. i don't actually visualize like that like that's not what i do because my imagination is kind of bland. <laughs> However, I can look at a picture and I like tell myself whatever whatever that picture is. I tell myself and I'm like, I'm really hard on myself. So I'm like more like the lines of like, this is what you're going to have. Like you're going to. And then like, I can't explain it. I can't explain it in words. What's, it's not like a word thing. So you don't like actually like see yourself. No, I don't, I don't like visualize. I don't do like the sense. I don't do like the feeling uh. or the touching. But I see it. I, I see it and I tell myself like I deserve it and I'm going to get it and I like I like I do it when I lift too like when I work out and I'm going for like a lift I do the same shit and like I feel like I'm I feel like if you could like in your mind picture like the most like intense person in your head yelling at you that you're going to have or do something and you're just like let's go you're, like you just like you just like have to do it and you're gonna have like because you don't know what's gonna happen if you don't that's how I feel when I see them. And then that provokes the emotion of me, like, knowing I'm going to accomplish it. I see what you that's, mean. And that's how I do it, but that's because I'm very hard. I was going to say, that also could be, like, the different ways that, like, like, you know how there's, like, different ways of, like, learn, quote-unquote learning? Mm-hmm. Like, that could be, like, the different ways that we learn, a.k.a., like, the way that we, project, like, this is something that we want and we're, like, figuring it out in different ways. Right. I'm more of, like, I need, like, so... Because I am more creative, more right. visual, more you tactical. You're more, yeah, you're definitely more analytical, more like straight edge. Like if I want a Porsche, I need to go sit in a Porsche. <laughs> I need, like I literally need to go like to the dealership, sit in it, like see the inside of it, see like literally see myself in it and be like, that's mine. 
Yeah, you can. You can create the Porsche in your mind and fucking open the door and get inside <laughs> of it and take it for a cruise around Pacific 101 in California. <laughs> That's what you, but the, for me, like when we went and toured uh, Green Sage and like I saw how they were doing, and this is how, like, the same way I was able to like fix my other company because I was there seeing what they were, like, literally having to see what they do. And I could see how you could do it better. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't, and this is the huge difference for me and why I always say I'm like, I'm not like a true entrepreneur because I don't create things from scratch. I take things and I make them better. Yeah. And I do the same thing in my visualization. I know something that is real and I put myself in it. I see. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. No, there are definitely different like ways, physically. but the emotional connection to it is what brings it to light. Right. Yes. But that, that's, I, that's like the ultimate key that I think everyone should do as a takeaway. Good or bad. Like, I just want people to know, good or bad, whatever you feel is what you're going to attract. And if you feel bad, you need to stop being weak and force yourself to feel good. Like, start creating habits to feel better, such as health, physical fitness, little disciplines, a 10-minute walk. But, like, putting your state, like, when you physically open yourself and release endorphins, you do feel happier. Like, the one of the best things to depression... One of the best things to of antidepressant, depressant, whatever. Depressant. Yeah, a great antidepressant is working out. It's yeah. like the number one thing you should do if you're depressed. They say like go because, run. Yeah, or anything that opens you up, like opening up your diaphragm is is typically what reduces depression, mm-hmm. and that could be working out with weights, could be running, could be fucking yoga, like anything that is mildly strenuous. You feel better about yourself, but it's also like the physical positions, anything that opens up your shoulders. Uh-huh. Like a opens lot of people carry legs. tension yeah. in your hips. Like it literally opens you and it trans and like it changes you on a biological state. Exactly. Changing your diet is also another thing. If you're eating like super trashy and especially like high in sugar, among other things your that I won't gut get into. Is like, ah. But like you need to change those things and you'll stop being as down. And then change your environment. Like, if you want to live a better life and you're always down, get rid of your friends. Look, yeah. And your look family. around. Just look around. It's all of them. Just uproot yourself and move to California. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what works it works for, for us. I'm going to be like every other Instagram famous person. Just do everything I do and it'll happen to you. <laughs> it's not true. Psych. <laughs> everything should be tailored to yourself. Everyone has their own story. Everyone's I just like to be clear. Way. You don't need to move. I was around. just making fun of them. <laughs> but... Yeah, you just need to look around and realize, like, are you the negative person, <laughs> or is it the people around you? But if you are the negative person, you especially can't be around negative people. Because some people are, like, the light, like you. You're almost never, rarely, ever down or negative. It's extraordinarily rare. You could be around more people. Like, when we first made the change, I couldn't fucking be around anyone. I literally almost didn't talk to anyone from 14, 15, and 16. <laughs> I didn't talk to anyone for two and a half years. And then when people come visit us, I'd be fucking miserable because they're normal and we're, and we were not normal anymore, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, I was not strong enough to let them in my like personal bubble. Like it's like one thing when you got to deal with somebody for at work and like, they don't really matter. But when you invite people into your home or you go into other people's homes, that's too much. Yeah. For you. Cause it was like still for me because I, because I'm more of a negative person. So it's like one little like tick at the. Stone. Right. Even if I'm like outwardly, I hold it all in internally. I'm fucking crumbling. You know this because Holly, yeah. Holly knows me very well. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't be around those people for too long because then I just go. I like collapse. 
It's, yeah. You like, what, what like... I've done is, like, very structured, and it takes so much effort. It's one of the biggest reasons I don't, like, do any drugs or drink alcohol. Because my mind You're is like just... My, my mind is too fragile. I can't, like... And that's okay. But it's also... It's just, like... This just is another great example of why, like, we have two polar opposite people doing the same thing and there's no fucking excuses for all the other people. You either have people like Holly or people like me. <laughs> the two extreme opposites and you have all the people in the middle. So if one of us can do it and then if both of us can do it, all of you can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, guys. That's our take on manifestation. Sorry it was all over the place. I'm not sorry. Hopefully you got... Hopefully you at least got one good if you got, thing. If you got it. one good thing about this, five star <laughs> review. <laughs> <laughs> That's our review, rave review. <laughs> um, okay, that was the other thing I was going to say when I was just ranting real quick. Most people, I feel like most people just make a lot of excuses. Like, I think people see people like you are super happy. I'm like, this person is just happy all the time. They're born this way. That's great for them. And I'm like, well, don't be fucking weak. Don't be a victim. I'm never fucking happy. But I can, I can trick myself into being happy. Yeah. And it just takes real, discipline. And on a real quick note. Like, I come from a family of three people. My other two siblings are not like me. Mm. But we all grew up the exact same, in the exact same environment. But it was, like, my way of viewing life or, like, of viewing my life. What's that called? It was, like, my... Perception. It was my perception of my life that allowed me to be a positive person and grow up being a positive person. Like, there are two other people. So, like, I really do think it's your perception of everything getting back. Getting back to that. So, you know, you can change that. You can personally change your perception of the way that someone is like... we talked about in our first or second podcast of, like, silver lining. Yeah. It's everywhere. You just have to choose to see it. Exactly. Like, I look at my... I look at my upbringing, and I see it as, like, the underdog story, and that's what drives me so much. Yeah. And someone could look at it the complete opposite. Right. Someone, yeah. Someone could be like, oh, that's what holds them down. I grew up with nothing. I have a single parent. I went to prison. No one's ever going to value me. Blah, 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 blah. Or I can use that same stuff and be like, well, I'm just going to have to make myself something. I'm going to have to prove everyone wrong. Yeah. It's a big driver. Stop on people's throats. Well, all right. Punch people on in the face. On that note, we're out of here. See you guys. Thanks, guys.